What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down with Josh Spell, awesome guy. We hit hiring, of course, one of the biggest topics in our business. But more importantly, we talked about what he needs to do. Get rid of the limiting beliefs. Start right now. Uh, so many of you are going to resonate with Josh's situation. That's why I love doing these. So listen up, take the advice, take action today. If you are a listener of this podcast, please, please, please take action, do it, and then come on a business breakthrough and then we'll talk about it. I love this stuff and I love uh, giving you guys the information you need to better your business. So check out this business breakthrough starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Man, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I got my buddy Josh Spell uh, with Josh Spell's painting and pressure washing. So, you, are you still doing both, or are you just transitioning into painting? I'm trying to transition into painting. I still do both at the time. At the good move, a little, little bit more income on the painting side. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, man, welcome. So, what brings you, man? Let's talk about kind of really something that's going really well uh, in your business, and something that you wish could be going a little bit better. Yeah, so uh, going really well. I'm Super busy. Uh, unfortunately, it's just me and one helper, but uh, he's in the National Guard right now, and he's away for two weeks for uh, some type of training. So it's just me sure. for two weeks. So uh, I guess that's what's going good and bad. Right. Don't have yeah. a lot of help, but I'm super, super busy. Yeah, super busy on the job site right now, dude. Yeah. Love it. Um, yeah. In the grind, getting some, trying to get some. Uh, I guess you know you're here for a pivot, man. Maybe some new, a new perspective. So. You know, what's that, yeah, what's exactly. that thing in your business right now, man? Maybe you came with like one big question, one thing that's kind of like, you know, I need an answer to this. What is that thing for you? What's an area of your business you're wanting some, you know, strategy on, brother? Uh, I think just like majority of other people hiring, like sure. how do I hire good people? Yeah. Um, I know one thing I hear in a lot of your podcasts, like once I hire people, I'm scared to keep them busy. Right. Yeah. That type of thing. But yeah, yeah I just, I need help. I need guidance. Uh, sure. I don't, I don't have... Sales well, experience, the experience. Yeah, look, you know, I don't want to go too far, but real quick, man, you owned a pressure washing business for how long? Uh, just about a year. About a year. So you did it yep. by yourself, I'm assuming. Yep. Easy business to do by yourself, right? Grab the super easy. Grab the washer and go. But with painting, you're seeing the benefit, man. If I had somebody to cut that in, right? Or mm -hmm. if I had somebody to prep that for me, man, this would go so quick. Um, yep. The first thing that we need to do. All right. Because you've heard my podcast, you know, I'm going to say, Hey, you got to have confidence before you hire. You got to dig your well before you're thirsty. You got to have mm. some sort of trusted marketing in place to make sure that you can confidently know that somebody is going to, who comes in is going to have work, but brother, right off the bat, you got to realize you are an employee of your own mm -hmm. company right now. Okay. Yep. And the reason I'm saying that is that you are occupying space that one other person could actually occupy full time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So if you're in that position and you're busy, what I believe to be more than full time from what you're, the way you're describing it, you're working mm -hmm. more than 40 hours, aren't you? Oh yeah. Easy, I'm working from right? 6.30 to 
435 every day. There is room right now with what you're generating organically for one person to work full time. Mm -hmm. That needs to be something that you just understand, solidify, and then lock in uh, as a truth in your business, 100%. Because again, if you weren't doing it, obviously you'd be making a little less money because you have to pay that person to do it. But what are you going to be doing in your free time? Building the business, right? Mm -hmm. Ideally, if someone else is doing work for you, you're not just going to be sitting there watching them. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be out marketing, networking, selling. I see you like to do a lot of commercial work. Is that true? Yeah, it's just keeping me busy right now. I want to get busy? into the, yeah, I want to get into residential, but uh, okay. I just, so, me and my yeah. dad know a lot of people in commercial and that's what's keeping us busy right now. So you brought dad in the picture. What's he do? Yeah. Uh, really he's, he doesn't do anything. Like I don't pay him for anything because he's, uh, he just had like liver transplant surgery. Sure. Can't do, can't get kinda paid just, and whatnot. Kind of just guide, he, guidance a little bit. So, so on and so forth. Yeah. He, he gives me knowledge on paint, like what I can okay. do, can't do. Uh, he, can't he actually calls on people. So, I mean, he's a integral part in, in the business. What's your, what's your goal, man? Why are you doing this? My goal is, uh, one, I want to be free, uh, two, I want to be able to, to help people kind of like you mentioned in your podcast. Like I want to get them on W2, be a, be a reason like they can buy a house, a car, sure. uh, provide for their family. Like I want to, was there, want was to there someone that big. you may have worked for in the past that suppressed your ability to grow? Is that, you know, does that come from a place of like, man, like, you know, I work for somebody who didn't appreciate me or didn't give me that opportunity. I want to give it to someone else because I know what it felt like. Yeah, so I actually I was in the oil field business. I'm I'm from Louisiana, around okay. Lafayette, Louisiana, and I was an estimator for the pipeline company, and they paid me twenty two dollars an hour from the time I started from until the time I left, and I was there for four years, and they never would give me a raise, and I knew my quality was higher than that. So no raise, no appreciation. Yeah. Right. Just kind of hey, you're showing up. We're giving you money. Do your work and go home. Right. Yep. And what did it create? Resentment. No matter what you were getting paid, you wanted to leave. You felt like you were there for survival, right? So you yeah. know all these things kind of from your experience because I can resonate with that. I know what that feels like. So if that's one of your goals, then let me tell you something, man. It's a rarity, right? If no one knows about that goal, they can't buy into you. If you mm -hmm. don't buy into the belief that you can make it happen, then ultimately, you know, nothing's going to happen. Right. So I, I know yep. at this stage in your business, cause I can see it. I've been there. I have empathy toward it. You're not even sure if you're going to continue being successful, right? There's this mm -hmm. thing of like, man, every job that's come by, I feel kind of lucky to get it. Has that been the case? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because there's no strategy behind where the jobs are coming from. But mm -hmm. luckily, man, that phone finds its way to ring. And it's like, I don't know if this is going to continue. But let's lock in a few foundational things. Number one, the market size is absolutely astronomical, okay? Mm -hmm. That's all you oh, yeah. really need to know if you enter into the painting business, right? Astronomical. That's just the residential side. You're, you're playing around on the commercial side, which is even bigger. And then we're not even talking about the new construction side, which is even bigger right now. And then we're not even talking about fine finishing, right? So, yep. I mean, it's not a matter of, is there enough work? Let's make sure you understand that very clearly. Right. That's not going to be the big thing. So you're not lucky. You found a way to impact the market to where your name is being passed around some way or another. That's mm -hmm. number one. Number two. Okay. This is the big one here. 
All right. There's no better time to begin the process of preparing for growth. And right now, you know, this, there's two things that you need to do in this stage of uncertainty, quote unquote, is to create the certainty. You're going to have to do it. It's going to have to happen. It's not like this thing that you could just postpone. It's better to do it now when you have very little to lose than when luck just so happens to compound. A lot of people wait for luck to compound to the point where they're really overwhelmed with the phone ringing and they're really underwhelmed with the amount of applicants they have. And then that's when chaos happens, right? You're in a good position. I'm sure you have at least two or three jobs lined up, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm booked out till October and that's just by myself. So if I had other people, it'll be a lot right. quicker. Yeah. So this isn't a matter of finding work. You're clearly good at it. It's a matter of you actually hiring. So let me ask mm -hmm. you, man, what has been stopping you from hiring? Uh, just really don't know how to. I, I don't know how to create um, early engaging ad. Sure. Um, there's a lot of stereotype that people are just in this business just for like beer money. And I want to avoid that. And then, like I said earlier, I'm scared to keep them busy once I, sure. I have them on. Are you doing, um, are you doing industrial coatings? No. Are you doing electric electrostatic painting? Whatever that no. is. I don't even, I can't I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Are you doing fine finish cabinet refinishing? Nope. Just okay. walls, cool. walls, doors, trim. Do you know that the average homeowner can paint a house? without yeah. being a professional painter in that in that something most of the time homeowners are actually one of our biggest competition right because if they think that they can do what you're going to do why would they pay you to do it right either they don't feel like it or they just you know value a professional one of the two reasons right mm -hmm. so you know it's it, you know that's 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 the reality the reason i'm saying this man is because not only is our market astronomical for the people that want the service it's the labor pool is unlimited because all you need is a human that's willing to learn. You don't yeah. need somebody with 20 years of painting experience. I'm sorry. If anyone's listening to this, that's on the sidelines trying to get a job, you know, fortunately you better bring the character. You better bring the, you know, the willingness to learn and be a part of a team. So that's what you're looking for is humans. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's it. And you know, Nick Slavic, you probably know him. Decent human being. Decent human human beings, yeah. Right. You should write that book, BHB. <laughs> but it's important, man, because it's real. And we try to say this stuff because seeking what you're thinking that you need is somebody with level 10 skill, right? So this, the fear is that we get somebody with all this skill and then they come with entitlement. They come with expectations. They come mm -hmm. with attitude and they come with this pressure that you're going to have to produce to keep them, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to let them go because there's no work or you're not paying them enough bro, we don't, who cares, right? We need somebody that's willing to learn. So when you're building out this ad, you don't need to be a copywriter to come across from the heart, right? What you told me earlier, I'm looking to create an environment of growth. I'm looking to create an environment of legitimacy, W2, payroll, you know, personal development of, you know, aspiring to achieve your financial goals within the scope and the realm of spells, painting, and pressure washing. If that aligns with what you're looking for and you want to be a part of a growing team, please apply. It doesn't need to be rocket science. It just needs to come from the heart because what you're going to do, and you've heard me say this if you listen to my podcast, is you're going to filter out those that don't align with those values off the bat. Yep. So you just got to come from the heart. That doesn't take much time. Go on Indeed, 
I mean, they make it so easy. Just click the button, create the ad. But the hard part is filtering out the applicants, right? That's what's tricky because people are going to apply to that. If you put a good dollar amount of what you're willing to pay, right? Have you, mm. have you thought about what you want to pay somebody with no experience and somebody with decent experience? Did you, did you calculate that? Yeah. So the, the helper that I have now has zero experience and I'm paying him 14 an hour just starting okay. out sure. until he gets more like, he gets, right. you know, he gets better and whatnot. Uh, experience one, I'm willing to pay 18, $20 an hour. Then, sure. Cool. Yeah. So at that rate, you're going to get tons of applicants, right? But the goal is, is to identify, well, number one, do I need someone with experience? At this point, it'd probably be beneficial to get someone that has painted before, not somebody that considers himself an expert. You don't need that right now. You're quote unquote, the expert, right? There's only room for one expert on a job at this time. And I think this is a good way to organically grow. In other words, you want somebody that maybe has worked for a painting company before that is pretty tired of the way they're treated, or maybe the boss doesn't keep them busy or they don't have 40 hours a week. And what you want to do is just create that better opportunity. Number one, you said you're booked out to October. So at the very least, if you guys just go crazy, you know, you guys will at least squeeze that job time down to maybe September. But during that time, you're going to be finding more work. So it's like, you're always going to yeah. stay ahead of the curve with one guy. Um, but the mindset is, is that how do we get somebody from outer space through to us and then filter them out and make sure that we're getting a good applicant? All right. So let me ask you this. Have you ever conducted uh, a formal interview with anyone before? Like, you know, maybe you knew that guy who was your helper. Have you ever conducted that process? Like, like, honestly, just curious. No. So the guy's my helper is my wife's cousin. Who's a really so good it was kind of like, Hey, come friend, on so. and come on and just come, come on the job. Right. Okay. Yeah. So remember this great principle in business. When you're big, you act small. When you're small, you act big. If you do that in business, you make that a focus, you'll always be successful. So in other words, like right now you're super small right? It's just you. <laughs> but the perception right. is, is that you're big. Okay. So hiring is just like marketing, right? And you want to create pretty much a ladder in your, in your hiring process. It's like, okay, well, step one is you read my ad. Step two is you actually apply for the job. And then what I like to do in Indeed is create what I call a custom question, right? So it gives you the option before you create the ad to add a custom question. That question to me is the most important part of my hiring process. And the question is this, why do you want this job? That's it. Because what that's going to do, it's really going to help you filter out the applicants. All right. You're going to get all sorts of answers. What I'm looking for is somebody that is interested in the art of painting that wants a quote unquote career or a long-term opportunity and that values uh, hard work. They'll put that in there. I love a finished product. I love working with my hands. I love painting, right? Like that's what mm -hmm. you're looking for. You don't want somebody that says need a job, need money. Don't like my current job. Like we're not looking to be a means to an end to somebody. We're looking for them to get on our boat and to grow with us. Right. Yeah. So that's a really important question. So that's step three. They've, they've, they've answered that appropriately. Step four within indeed, you just message them and say, Hey, my name's Josh owner of spells, painting and pressure washing. I reviewed your application and so far I'm very impressed. The next step in our application process is a brief five to 10 minute phone interview. If you're interested in moving forward, please respond with the best time and date to reach you uh, this week, along with the best phone number to call. Thank you. And we look forward to hearing from you. Something like that 
is big, even though you're small. Let me give you an example of what's small when you're big. Okay. Hey, got your application. What's a good time to call? Now, naturally, it's just pretty simple, but that's not yeah. creating perception that they're entering to a better opportunity. It's like, up oh, here goes another painting contractor that just wants me to just come and I, I bet I won't even get a pay stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you see the difference in just the, the yeah. wording, how that yeah. makes you feel? Hopefully when you heard that, you're like, that sounds like a great opportunity. And that's what we want to create, right? Because what that's going to do, it's going to force them to raise their standard, right? right? And what it's also going to do, is it's going to force those who can't raise their standard to not apply. And that's good because you don't have the luxury right now to be sifting through applicants, man. You need somebody quickly to come in and grow. You're not at that mm -hmm. point where you can just churn people through. You don't have a system yet. You need someone that's going to be loyal enough to help you create it. All right. So as we continue our process, step three, once you do that phone interview, you want to just ask honest questions, bro. Right. So what do you think are some questions that you would want to ask on a phone interview to, to really identify whether or not this person's worth meeting in person? What would, would be some questions you, you, you think of at the top of your head? Man, honestly, I don't know. That's all right. So number one, guess what? Hey, just curious. Let's get some housekeeping items out of the way. Typically, we run a background check on all of our applicants. It's not a make or break, but I do like to know if there's anything that would come up on that background check before we run it. Would you like, would you care to elaborate if there's anything that would come up? People will tell you. They won't tell you or, you know, they'll say nothing you know, good. Mm -hmm. So perfect. We just want to be transparent, right? Number two, do you have a valid driver's license? Do you have a uh, good transportation? Obviously we want the answer to be yes. You don't have the luxury to be dealing with rides, right? Maybe later when you grow and you want to give someone an opportunity, great. At this stage in your business, that's a distraction, right? I'm all about yeah. giving opportunity at the right time when opportunity can be given. You're not in an opera. You're not in a position right now, Josh, to be doing favors. You need somebody that comes in on time, can work, can listen, can grow and help you build a system. Right. Yep. So that's, that's the second question is getting the housekeeping items out of the way. Then the third question is you're going to reference their experience. You know, you just want to say, Hey, tell me a little bit about your last job. Tell me a little bit about your painting experience. What skills do you have? What, you know, what do you like doing? All right. So next question, are you currently employed? Now you might get that answer in the question before, but if it doesn't come up, you want to know, are they employed or what happened at the previous job as to why they're not employed? Okay. So mm -hmm. I like to stray away from people that are just not employed, like, you know, without a really good reason, you know, Okay. what I found Josh is that applicants that are working somewhere that go somewhere else and are actively seeking are really good employees, man. They're forward thinking, right? So not mm -hmm. saying that's a deal breaker. Situations vary, but that's another question that you want to ask. What do you think about those questions, man? Yeah, no, I like them. It definitely shows they're, uh, they're motivated. Shows that they're motivated. But do you see how this process could really help you narrow down what you're looking for? Like, do you see how it could yeah. easily give you the insights that you need before you get to the job? A lot of people make the mistake of, Hey, you know what? Why don't you just come to this job and, you know, we'll, you know, we'll get started and we'll see how you do now naturally. Okay. That makes sense. But ultimately, man, it's like inviting someone over to your house 
you know, without even meeting them, man, it's kind of just like, you know, and it, that doesn't create the perception that they're in a position to grow. So as you continue, if you get a good vibe, you say, Hey, all right, so well, next step on our hiring process. And at that point, like, it's like, we want them to feel like they're earning it, dude. Yeah. You know, when, let me ask you this. You work in the oil industry. Yep. What was that hiring process? Like, uh, I had a phone interview an in-person interview and a second in-person interview. And then I was hired on one to 10. How excited were you when you got that job? Oh, I was excited. They, they painted a pretty picture of moving up and life always, changed, right? It was one yeah. of those things. It was an opportunity that you'll never forget. Now, did they disappoint you after? Sure. Yeah. Your job is to not do that. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Right. So again, reference your experiences with these corporations and say, how did it make me feel? How loyal were you in the first three to six months to that company? Very loyal because you were riding the wave of the promises that were made to you without the awareness that they weren't going to be met. Mm -hmm. Then you started to get awareness and say, Hey man, this ain't what they, what they said it was. Okay. Yep. So obviously I'm sure, you know, promises are important. Don't make any, right. All you want to do is say, Hey, we're a growing company. There is going to be opportunity, but it needs to be earned. That's it. And then, you know what? You exceed expectations. When someone does well, that's when you offer the opportunity because you don't want to be putting yourself in a position where somebody is simply hanging around you for the opportunity. Right now, the best thing you can give someone is a job. And that's what you're mm -hmm. going to be giving them with a growing company. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what we're trying to do, hopefully you're starting to see this is we're limiting the pressure because when you first came on here, it was like, I'm seeing a bunch of pressure that you're putting on your shoulders to put on this like, immaculate opportunity. And it's like, it is an opportunity to work alongside you. You're a good guy and you're mm. want to grow and you're going to provide a good job with good pay every week. So that's good enough right yep. now. So make sure you keep that at bay. Right. So last thing, in-person interview, you're looking for a few things. Number one, guess what? Making sure they're on time. If you're not on time to the in-person interview, you should be early. You're not going to be on time to my jobs. Okay. Yeah clear indicator, keep the conversation short, thank them on to the next one. Don't even, I, I mean, I'm just giving you things that I've learned. I've been through it. I hired the guy that was late. Guess what happened? You know I mean? It was just one of those things. So let me save yeah. you some time. Second thing, right? So you did the in-person interview. Uh, you're in here, you're, you're chatting back and forth. You know, what you want to do is you want to ask them a question about a time where they made a mistake. And I just make that a focus. I'm not going to go through every interview question here, but I just want to know, are you going to deflect blame? And admit that you made the mistake, or you're going to tell me you don't make mistakes, or you're going to own yeah. up to the mistake. All right. Because I need to know that when this person messes up, which everyone does, including myself, no one's perfect. Am I going to be able to coach this person through, or are they going to give me, give me, you know, pushback and make me feel as though we didn't grow in that scenario and it's going to happen again? Clear mm -hmm. indicator right there. Tell me about a time you made a mistake at a job and how'd you overcome it? I don't really make many mistakes. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, you're going to hear that. So we've made it through the phone, the in-person interview. You get a good idea. Now job isn't theirs yet. Hey, guess what? We have a working interview. I'm going to bring you on my next job. It's a three-day working interview. After that three days, we're going to sit down one more time to see if this is a good fit. That's it. Okay. We're going to run the background check. I'm going to call your references. As long as everything lines up, I'll give you a start date. You have the log. Good. On that working interview, what are you having them do? Like work. It, just it, as if we hired are them. Are you 
So if you if you're trying to hire a helper, you're helping having them do helper work. If you're trying to hire a lead, are you having them do lead work or just helper work or whatever whatever skill set they're bringing, if any, is what they're going to do, right? Okay. I mean, really, it's better than just saying they got the job and then three days later thinking, man, I probably shouldn't hire this guy. So right. it gives you an out. Got a fair a fair out, and again, it gives them something to strive toward, right? You show up late on your first day in a working interview, that's a little bit different than somebody showing up late on the first day when we've told them they've been hired, you know, mm. it's just different. You know, it's like, yep. Hey man, this wasn't a good fit. seems like, sorry. And a lot of it sounds strict, but guess what, man, it takes a lot to, to own and run a business. It's mm. it, you took all the risk. So it's one of those things where I'm very hard on, on that process. And guess what? Once you make it in, we're good. I'm the coolest guy you'll ever work for. I love my team. I'll go to bat for you. I'll make sure you always have money. You know, it's one of those things, man. It's like, but during that process, you're going to earn it and you're not getting in without work for it, right? So after that working interview, again, making it official. Now, if you don't, if you go through the process, it's going to work unless you mm -hmm. clearly missed the signs and you will learn from that. You know, some people are sneaky. It happens. But again, be, you know, but you have the luxury right now to do this and practice this system, you know, um, because you don't have all this pressure around you about, other employees and jobs like worst case scenario you just go back to doing what you're doing you're surviving yeah so what any feedback on any of that man what do you think no man, that's great advice i'm uh, excited to put it in motion you should yeah man so what's what's anything anything else you want to hit on man i think we we tapped out hiring i think you're really yeah. gonna know once uh once you get that how about sales man how anything anything on the sales side you're doing well there uh so I don't, I don't have any sales experience. Um, mostly the jobs that I get are my dad's old client. Cause my dad used to have a painting company, Sure. but he, he did pretty much everything, roofing, painting, carpentry, all of that, all that work. Um, so a lot of his old client, one of them is just probably one of the, the richest people around. He has work pretty much. So in other words, so in other words, you have yet to generate your own customer. For painting, yes. For pressure washing, I'll do Facebook ads and okay. um, yard so you've signs, navigated. But... So you've navigated Facebook ads. Yeah. So you understand, you know, how the dynamic of that actually really works. Beautiful. Uh, I, mean, so, I want to say I do. Well, for the most part, like put the ad yeah. out, boost it, whatever. Targeting. Get people to yeah. message you, so on and so forth. Okay. So yeah. the goal early on, like, again, if you want to bless people, which it sounds like you want to do. You know, yeah, you got to make sure that your company is, is full of fruits, man. You know, you can't mm -hmm. be giving out, you know, weeds. So yeah. you got to make sure that you understand like right now in the next three months is an investment. So see yourself as an investor of spells, painting and pressure washing, not Josh spell, dude, because that's going to mess with your mind. You know, again, if you're working every day, you're, you got to be able to transition from employee to business owner and mm. investor if you're a business owner. So that means that you need to understand the concept of reinvesting profits, okay? Because if you're making money right now and you're just stacking it and you're, and you're taking it all, that's just almost like driving a car and never putting any gas back in the tank. You're going to hit E soon, dude. Don't oh, yeah. wait until you hit E to then find the gas station, okay? Put money back into the business. You got to take that profit. You got to start investing in professionals that can get your name out there, mm -hmm. right? And you got to have enough faith that that's what you need to do in order to grow your business. 
and you do it again and again and again and again and again. You build up your reputation and you get your name out there. Guess what? You pay three grand, good, good number that you probably thought at this point, maybe a lot, right? That's not a lot really um, for a solid marketing company to get your name out there. Guess what? When you go and do a job in an area that you otherwise wouldn't be in and the neighbor walks over and says, hey, I'd like an estimate too. Well, guess what? That exposure would have never happened had you have not made that investment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's all about exposure. It's about being omnipresent. You got to have the website. You got to have the Google listing. You want to be on Thumbtack, Angie. You want to get Facebook ads out. All of these things can be done right now with mm. the expectation that it's going to yield a long-term consistent result. Yeah. And it's just a matter if you're going to pull the trigger on. So uh, I just listened to one of your podcasts with Eric, uh, with uh, Pathfinder. Yep. Would you recommend going, reaching out to Eric? I love Eric, man. Great friend, Facebook guru. Yes, he's a, he's a specialist. That's what he does, right? It's, he's, he's, he specializes in Facebook ads for painting contractors. <laughs> you know, so if you find a marketing company that just does marketing, you know, how are they going to know the language of a painting contractor? Not just that, yeah. customers language of what they want to see out of a painting contractor. So any specialist you find is going, it, it, their job is to deliver results. Um, but yes, I do endorse Eric fully. Um, I do think that it would be wise to also consider a Google presence. Okay. Now you can scroll through the podcast and see different episodes about the difference between Facebook leads and Google leads, you know, so highly suggest, I mean, that's, these are good investments, man. And in the grand scheme of things, you know, you have people in the group that you're currently in that have scaled the painting business, one specifically, Brad Ellison, from mm -hmm. zero to he's going to pace a million dollars. He's only been doing it for four months. And awesome. all it was is a mindset shift of let me listen to the people that have already done it. Let me implement the things that they're saying and see what happens. You can create a painting business that hits a million dollars in a year's time. If you spend a ton of money on marketing and you are able to put together the right production teams. Now, whether that's subcontractors or employees, employees takes longer, subcontractors mm -hmm. a lot quicker, and there's no race to a million. I'm just saying that it's hundred percent possible. Yeah. It's just, you need to be omnipresent. You need people to see that logo you have there when they're ready for the paint job. Last thing I want to say, okay. Cause we're kind of running a little short on time. Uh You've got to narrow down your paint, your, your brand. That was going to be a question of mine. You got to narrow down your brand. You got to go all in on the paint. Okay. Okay. I want so, a specialist. Yeah. So right now I'm only spells fresh washing. Like, right. I have painting as a service that I do, but that's the only thing that's yeah. on my logo. So Keep you would the logo. Is it water in the logo? I can't really see it. Yeah. So there's, it's a house. See that thing. House. Dude, all you got to do is give someone that same logo and just yeah. tell them to make that swoosh a paintbrush. Keep the logo and just change that to a paintbrush and you got a logo, dude. I okay. mean, that's what I'm saying. Go all in on the branding. Go, you, you're, already, you're, you're already doing it, man. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like this is just a trial. And worst case scenario, dude, I always look at it like this. You can always go back to pressure washing, man. If all this falls through, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... All right, so, man. So uh, what I wanted to do, and I, and I know you signed up for drip jobs, bro. I know you tried it out. I want to give you 60 yeah. days to come back. Okay. So yeah, I, I signed up for drip jobs. 
so busy. To, I didn't even have I know. time to. I opened it's it right, up, but I didn't now have time that we to got the chat, man, I want to invest in you. I'm gonna give you 60 days of it. No, no card, no charge, nothing, man. Just, just you need something, you know, to keep these customers organized because you're gonna. What we're doing is we're digging our well before we're thirsty. Mm. All right, man. Yeah. Was this helpful? Oh, super. Yeah. All right, super cool, grateful. Man. You need anything else? Just let me know, man. Reach out to me. You got me on Facebook, so. Um, oh, yeah. you got this, man. I, 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 and I, and I also want to, uh, I'm going to give you my hiring course too. speed up your learning curve on that, man. So you could just get rocking. I'll do super grateful. I really appreciate it. Cool, man. Thanks for joining me on this, man. If you need anything else, Josh, let me know. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks, Tanner. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. What's up, everyone? I'm here with Chris Rodriguez. Um, he's here to share a little bit about Drip Jobs and what it's been doing for him. Um, I'll start off by saying, just give me some raw, authentic thoughts about it, man. What's it doing for you? Honestly, it's been huge for us. Um, the biggest thing I've found is how much free time I've gotten now. Like it's opened up a lot of time, not only in my business, but in my personal life. So that's been huge with like the automation, with follow-ups and things like that. And also on top of that too, you know, the experience that it gives our customers, you know, how professional it looks from the beginning all the way to the end. You know, we, we really pride ourselves in the experience that we give to our customers too. So it's been perfect for us. You getting any feedback from your customers about it? Oh yeah. Tons. Every time, like, I feel like three out of every five customers, you know, come back to us and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe like how professional that was. Or, you yeah. know, you got back to us so quick, like the system's so cool and easy. Yeah, it makes it easy. You know, one thing that we we try to do is connect you to the customer in a way that where you almost feel like we work for you, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. how it is, you know, and, uh, you know, that's cool, man. So you have the uh, so you have the automation set up. What is the um, you know, what what is the feedback in terms of the automated drips after you send a proposal out? Right. So like you send a proposal out, drip job shoots out drip messages for the course of like a month. Have you won any jobs from it or people responding to them at the very least? <clears throat> Yeah, I told I totally have. Um, I've actually, it's funny. It works so good that sometimes I forget about jobs that we've sent out, and then I get a message back from somebody. I'm like, yeah. oh man, that, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found that a lot of uh, people have been responding back. We've been getting a lot more jobs from that. And that's where we really were lacking before drip jobs. When before you signed up for drip jobs, I think you probably heard about it, right? Yeah. It, there was some apprehension, of course, new software. What is a piece of advice you have to anyone that I show this to or, or put this soundbite into uh, to them? Maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they think they have a good system. They're using Joist or uh, some of the other estimating software. Yep. What advice you'd give to them? Yeah, that was, uh, that was totally me. Um, I was using one of those cheaper softwares. I was on the fence, you know, a little more money smaller business you know do we really need something like that and i'm in the mindset now that it's 
the total opposite. Like if you're a smaller business, like you definitely need something like this. That's what I said. Yeah, it it definitely, um, because I'm like an owner operator, so I'm still in the field. So it's like almost impossible to work all day and give back to everybody. Yeah, so, you know, implementing this has been huge. It saves so much time for us. Like it's a no brainer. I think like if you're on the fence, definitely do it and you'll thank Tanner and myself later. Are you sending the uh, booking link to people that call you? I am now. I saw that you did that and I was like. Oh, that button there? You saw we put the button there? No, I didn't see the button. There's a button. Yeah, on the on the app, it says new request at the bottom. Yeah. And all you got to do is tap it, punch in the number, and it shoots them a text message with your link. Oh, wow. See, that? Yeah. that's another thing I love about it, too. It's like. It starts off as a great system, but you keep improving it and it just yeah, gets better and better and better. Bringing it. And I love that because it's so easy. And, and just for anyone listening, what that does, someone calls you typically like it used to be, all right, what's your first name, last name, email, phone number, address, and you're trying to get all this information. You write it down somewhere, or you type it in your calendar. But now we just give you a link to send them and they fill it out. It goes into Drip Jobs in the right spot, creates an appointment request and sends them a text and an email in seconds. And uh, you can get back to doing what you're doing. And you being an owner operator, right now you're in a vehicle, you're probably going to estimates or checking on a job. Like you don't have time for all that, man. So, you know, that's cool. I'm glad it's it's working out. Yeah, dude, it it works so good. I think when we met at the PC, I kind of told you, like I was on vacation with my family, you know, at Disney World, about to get on a ride with my daughter and two leads came in. Normally, you know, I have to call them back real quick. I got on the ride with her got off and drip jobs already followed up with them and they booked both the appointments you oh, know man that's crazy bro <laughs> yeah, like that that time to me is invaluable that's huge because you would have had to say hold on i got to go take care of these leads real quick because you know you were getting charged for them right. and you had to step away from your family in that moment call them now if they didn't answer you would have had this feeling like damn like i got to now that would have been on your head yeah exactly well time i've been there um, yep. And then this thing followed up with them instantly. It's almost like you had an office admin in the office while you were at Disney. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yep. it was handling business for you. And uh, you didn't yep. have to text her or him to be like, uh, hey, follow up with that lead. <laughs> yep, exactly. So that that right there is just, the value is crazy. Like it's priceless. Right there is one of the best testimonials I've ever heard. And I've been doing this sort of system for a while, but when it became drip jobs, that was a good one right there, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, no problem, man. It's I love it. <laughs> Thank you, brother, for your support. Anyone listening to this, please take heed to Chris's advice. He was most in most cases just like you. I think he has a business breakthrough that you could go listen to on the podcast somewhere. But thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right, man.